Not your typical stereotype lawyer, a very interesting lawyer. Like, <laughs> I will run at your number so that I can see your WhatsApp statuses and the videos you take. Like, I think you redefined what a lawyer is. Like, you have the first person who did, like, maybe arts and music or stuff. I mean, hi, Miss, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, good, just cold. Hey, 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 this joint. Hey. So I don't need your hot water bottle, but then we don't just like to ourselves like that. Um anyway, how was the holiday? How was the June 16? I actually really missed it today. Not even gonna lie. I didn't do anything at all. I actually just woke up probably like three hours ago, made my bed, washed the dishes, took a bath. And mix myself a drink. So that's that's been my June 16. So you, you, those you guys, know, they they fought for me to be able to relax like this. Ah, that's great. You know, when when you told me that we can actually record today, I was a bit shocked. To be honest, like it's a holiday. Does she not know it's a holiday? Like she she will have people playing up her phone, telling about this groove at a place or this wine testing or alcohol testing or stuff. Actually, so you're right. You're right. So I was actually supposed to go for wine tasting. <clears throat> but um yeah, no, I was tired. I was tired. I needed the day off because work has been quite hectic. So that's how I spent my day. Hey. I actually rested. Hey, at least managed to get some rest. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, so like I sent you the guideline before uh, about mm-hmm. the podcast and all things, you know. Judging from what I've seen of you so far, I mean, it's been over a year now, I think. I think you had a quite oh, interesting... It's been actually about two. Two years already? Wow. Man, actually, In fact, it might have even been 2019. Wasn't it 2019? When I first started? Yeah. Do you, you want to tell the people I... how we got we started speaking or I'm putting in the spotlight? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, don't do, don't do me like. Oh, I think I'll leave that for now. I'll leave that. Ah, for now. okay. Don't give them too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so you finish high school, and then college life, varsity life becomes what? What happens? How's the transition the from high school to college life, and you becoming an adult basically? So maybe I should just give you some like context before I yeah. like answer that question um i know many of us probably come from similar backgrounds but you know when you know you have parents who kill you a couple of times because they're so strict and they think that they are better than other parents and they're not going to have children that are going to be made examples of in the bad context that was me like every time i tried to do something that normal teenagers did like bunk school to go to a party or something like that i got busted all the time my parents were like we did not suffer for you to go and and put you through such a good school for you to go and um be 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 
a person of those kind of morals or no morals at that. So I was heavily guarded when I was growing up in high school. Like I didn't get to experience the fun things that people in high school do, like going to parties and sleepovers. Oh, and, oh no, I was very, I was heavily, heavily guarded. Um, so I think for me that sort of lit my uh, my course um, in the sense that um, I okay. wanted my freedom. I really wanted to get away from, you know, the overbearing parents. <laughs> and I really wanted to get away. Yeah, yeah, the only way I could get out of that was if I, was if I, you know, passed my matric really well yeah. and I went yeah. to university. So I, I did well. Good, like God being amazing. I did well, and then I left for university in 2012, I think it was. So, the yes, transition yes. from being a heavily guarded teenager who was literally fetched and dropped off at school at 7 o'clock in the morning and 3 p.m. in the afternoon to having all the freedom I could ever imagine. Actually, I actually don't think it was it was it was overwhelming. I think I expected it. I, I because I knew how hard I worked for my freedom. When I finally got it, it was like, yep, it's everything I expected it to be. You know, um, so I wasn't <laughs> overwhelmed by it. To be yes. honest, I wasn't. I wasn't overwhelmed. So for you, you thought it was freedom. Yeah, it was freedom. I mean, because what the hell? When when the hell was I actually going to... First of all, I didn't even have a phone in high school. Let's start there. So it's only when I got to university. Damn. I, I, you think I'm joking when I tell you that my parents were, like, wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but when looking I got now, to I think they did a good thing. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> when I left high school, I just... To me, it was everything I expected, and... I wasn't overwhelmed in the sense that I went wild. I might have, but I think it was, I mean, everybody does that when they transition to university. So when I got to university, um, I was in a different city. So obviously I was staying at Res. Um, that was fun, you know, being able to have your own space, even though you were sharing with. So I was sharing with my cousin when I first arrived, which was great. I think it was a smooth way of transitioning. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the perfect squatting. Button. No, but because I was squatting. <laughs> but, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I was squatting. I was squatting in her in her in her dorm room, and yeah, she took me partying, and she just introduced me to this nightlife, and it wasn't like it was fun, but I think I. I got tired very quickly because I'm like, yo, uh, I'm tired of wearing these short dresses. I'm tired of wearing these heels. And very quickly after that, you know, because we, I was in Durban, right? So when I was introduced to the Florida yeah. street life scene, nightlife scene, I was, I, was, I, I got mm -hmm. tired of it very quickly because I just felt like there was too much effort required out of me, you know? to go and have a good time just going to clubs you needed to dress to the nines wear uncomfortable shoes i was like no 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 no, this can't be me very soon after that my 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 go-to thing was attending house parties now that's 
that's where oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's where the fun was for me that like, was your I, scene now that was my scene because I thought to myself in a, in a club it's dark it's loud you guys have to make a noise and shout you know and you have to be in these uncomfortable shoes and for the first three hours when you get there and you don't have a table as you would expect a first year broke girl to you know not be able to afford a table yeah and now you're standing there for hours and it's just like this competition. And I'm just like, but I know I'm smart and people won't really tell I'm smart and funny. And, you know, my personality is great. They won't pick that up just by looking at me because we all look alike. All our eyebrows are the same, you know, like yeah. we all look the same, guys. So it quickly outgrew me, man. I think the transition was, you know, a couple of nights out. And then I realized mm, I'm not going to do this. It's too much for me. Um, to meeting people in that scene who are like, hey, you know what, we're going to be hanging out in Morningside on this particular day. Can I take your number? And you're like, hey, yeah, let's do that. And, you know, um, I think being exposed to people who liked that sort of thing um, made it easier for me to transition because I didn't feel pressure to be wild um, because okay. they, yeah, they, 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 they were super chilled and that's that's me. I, I think I grew very quickly because of that, because the kind of people I was exposed to were very relaxed and calm. So I, I, I wasn't doing the stuff that you see, you know, young girls doing on social media insofar as being so drunk and throwing up in the club and passing out and, you know, leaving with strange men and all that. I, I, I think the transition was not without its glitches, but I think it was relatively paced. It was, it was paced, it paced, it was, I learned and then I saw that this wasn't going to work for me and I tried a few things until I actually got to a pace, a rhythm that worked for me, which was to chill more indoors in a more controlled environment. I think that was my thing. We'll come to learn about how important that control is when we, when we chat a bit more. Yeah. yeah. I think I have to ask because obviously, like you mentioned, <laughs> you grew up in a tight home, like your yeah. parents being overbearing and protective. Yep. Hey, you know those kind of parents, right? Hey, hey, no. you. I, I've, I've quite a bit with them. So yeah. Anyway, so how did it? How for them? How did the transition? Because obviously they're used to having you around. They know your schedule, your timetable. You see, the thing with varsity, like I, I from my own experience, like my my dad would call it random times, and I'll tell him I'm not in class. Maybe it's around one. I have classes starting at three. And then you would freak out thinking like I'm banking or something like that, or <laughs> I'm up to no good and stuff. Uh-huh. So for them, how was the, how was the transition for them? Um, so my mom never went to university. Uh, so for her, I don't think it was... She was obviously scared that, you know, the boys are finally going to get me and I'm going to get knocked up. And, you know, the typical <laughs> sad story that unfortunately plagues people from, you know, previously disadvantaged backgrounds and don't come at me for that. It is a fact yeah. that the township does chow its young, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think she, she was, she was scared, but then at the same time, she also didn't know what the hell to expect. So I think just to have a sense of peace of mind, she just let me be, you know, she did call, I just wouldn't answer if I was in the club or if I was in someone's house and kumnandi, you know. Uh, my dad, on the other hand, is a Zulu man. So I, he wasn't 
he's not really into the talking every day. Well, he wasn't into the talking every day thing. Um, mm. So he never bothered me. It was only a thing we text every now and then. They, they never had a sense of, um, they, they never had visibility basically over what my studies looked like. They just sent me off to university. I better come back with that degree. That's it. That, I think that was their, their approach. You know, if you fuck it up that's and you problem. come back with something else that's not a degree, then, well, you fucked up your own life. You're on your own. They actually really just left me to my own Yeah, that's, that's the thing, though. You, you know, with, with those parents, huh? like when they give you an opportunity, now you have to meet the, your, your own side of the deal now because you want, mm. you, no one forces mm. you to go to varsity. So no it's a choice, it's a decision. So mm. I, always tell, like, I always tell my friends that for me, I had to balance that. Like, mm. I knew I could have fun because no one was watching over me. But then, at the end of the day, when I'm now at home and my dad and my mom are sitting there, and if I would flanked, it was on me, no one else. I couldn't blame exactly. anyone. So, it, it was the trick of, of it. It gives you a sense of responsibility. Yeah. I think I, I figured that out quite quickly, especially because, you know, like I said, I knew my parents were wild. Like, they were really, really strict. So, I knew that if I didn't do my part, as you were saying, I would essentially be setting myself up for a kangaroo court where I have to explain why I fucked up. And I didn't feel like doing that, hey? <laughs> I didn't feel like doing that. Oh, I think we've touched a bit on, on the... Let's talk. Let's focus on the academic side. Because, um, like, I think with most guys, like most of my friends went to varsity, you know, trying to balance the social life and the academic life with every pressure that comes with it. How was it? How was the balance between... Like all your spheres of life, be it social, financial, academic. How did it go? So, uh, one thing that the academic part of university um, unmasked my my eyes to was just the differences in privilege that we have or we experience. You know, you get to university, you meet people who come from St. What What, you know, people who come from yeah. very privileged backgrounds who came in with even higher marks than you and who could afford textbooks and you are here just being you, you know, and even if you were great at high school, suddenly, because I genuinely don't feel like there's a course that prepares you for the style of teaching or lecturing rather that you will now have to, you know, deal with for the next three four five years of your university career it was just a culture shock really for me you know just realizing that yo i yo i'm not as great <laughs> as i thought i was eh? yeah ne? like there are people who are brilliant or even if it's not that they're brilliant but because they come from such privileged backgrounds that they are equipped to make the transition very easily, I guess, into university. Maybe it's the curriculum also that they um, that they were exposed to or they learned. They study, that, yeah. You know, so suddenly, hey, yeah, no, the disparities are showing, man. You know, people can afford to buy textbooks. You have to be in the library until nine. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, and then there's the bus that has to take you off campus. Like suddenly, like, yo, things are rough. <laughs> things are absolutely rough. I mean, you left, you know, you left high school as an A-plus student. Suddenly you're getting 
boma 69 70 if you did best on a term test and you're like damn you know so i think that transition was um was not <laughs> nice you know learning that you know you guys are not starting on the same footing so you need to work extra hard you know um for you to to to, to work to, to understand get to the same level where you understand the content that's being um, taught to you i think that was hard and then from a more personal life i think i don't know i never i to be honest i never was attracted to you know the guys that uh, i was in law school with because most of them were like really really nerdy you know they were very nerdy very smart gents man and so they weren't really my go-to because also they were skinny they were still out of high school so they hadn't reached their <laughs> pinnacle in life although i regret it now wow. i see them and i'm like i will this cannot be you you like the glow up <laughs> is real now guys yo driving in sentinel when you're like ah, the glow up is real but they were never the type honestly if i'm being honest we looked for because they were also just teasering just like us like they were just clueless you know and they were definitely not the type that had the budget for the places we wanted to go to <laughs> you know <laughs> so, it always was, comes down to money it always guys, ma- no guys money is important like money hey. is important. high up there with air with uh, peace of mind money is right up there you know you can be honestly <laughs> once. So they were never really the target market. Target market, like I said, was probably the guys that we used to meet in the clubs, wara wara. And um, I think, like I said, I never got too distracted because of them because I got tired of the whole cattiness of going out. So it was never too much. But when you did date one, I think the thing was, um, you know, never really knowing when enough is enough. You know, if you finally meet a guy who wasn't to the type of scene you liked where every other weekend he was like, let's do this, let's go to so-and-so's house, let's go to Palito, let's go to Amanzimitoti. Um, You're going every single time. He's fetching you at like 10 o'clock at night because now he's finishing his shift at like Prince Mshieni Hospital and he's coming this way. And you're like, oh my gosh, Jesus Christ. I think wanting to be too accessible to him and always being available so that you can be relevant and be able to do the fun things that you enjoy you know like going to all these places with this guy was yeah. was a bit of a challenge and it, it reflected in studies you know because sometimes you would miss classes because you're like ah well you know what you know uh, mind you you still had the same issues though like you don't have the same textbooks that the other students have access to you still have to go to the library you know so it did it did clash um and I think it clashed for like the whole of first year because I'm not going to lie and say, no, I, le- I learned my lesson quite quickly. No, no, me, I was so <laughs> No, I was there. I was, I'm going to see my man. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to see my man. You know, I think it's only when I found out Tukuti, he actually had a full-time girlfriend who he had kids with, like two kids. Wow. And she was a doctor too. And I was like, yo. I need to focus on my studies. Did I catch a proper wake-up call? Like, that was quite a... You know, the interesting part, uh, when you mentioned about, obviously, coming from different backgrounds, and I remember I went to varsity with someone 
Mm. But he was, he was a politician. And you know those guys, like, from where they grow up, they have this strict way of living. Now it's that time. Now it's this. And, you know, like, first year for me, I was just winging it. Like, you know, go to class. And I remember what made me wake up was I failed communication skills, a test, an exam day. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? I can't. Like, I can't take this home. And you get to, you to a point. You get to a point where no one tells you go to the library. No one tells you to, no to pull one. an book. It's, no one. See no one. Around. And the wake-up call is never smooth. It's never like it's oh, never. this other semester. I had uh, modules. I had a timetable. I knew Monday to Thursday. I, I'm unavailable. Like I don't go out. I don't do anything. I have to hustle. It was towards exam time, and I'm realizing, you know, when you're in a lecture room, then people are discussing something you're supposed to know, but then you clueless. You have no idea. Like, you have no idea, and people are participating. Like you're just looking around, and you don't even understand the thing. Then you realize, yeah, <laughs> I need to hustle now. Like yo. <laughs> no, I think for me it was it was multi layered in the sense that forget the first year marks that you got that were pathetic, but you you made it because you know you got over yeah. fifty. But also just realizing, Wooty, no, man, you're spending so much time trying to be this person's girlfriend. This person is serious with someone else. And if Yo. you fail, what the hell are you bringing to the table? And chances are, if you fail, it's just done with you. You're looking for the next... I don't even think he you know? cared. I don't even think he cared about my academic growth. You know? Yeah. I think it was just, you know, cute. With okay. You are a chick who has a brain. You're studying. That's kind of cute and all. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Why would you leave your 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 colleague in the profession and a very specialized one at that for like a first year, second year university chick, Johnny? <laughs> I think that was the fun, fun thing. I mean. Oh, you're fun. Especially when he mm. bought his house. You know, he bought mm. his house and then I came home and I found like, I found women's clothes and I'm like, oh, what? Mm-mm. No, I'm going <laughs> to because of this person and it's not going to be nice. And tell you something that you, did, you didn't didn't ask. Mm. His partner actually had the same name as me. <laughs> so it was easy for him. <laughs> it, was, it was so easy. There's a planner, like, you know, yeah, I give it to me because Maranawe, if he calls out your name, you think he's talking about you, or if he forgets what is not with you, and then I mean, it was easy for him, <laughs> so yeah. Man. How, do I, how do I know this on Valentine's Day? I found a card in the house, even after the whole shoes and all not whatnot story. I found yeah. a card in the house that said, Thank you for being an amazing mother, partner, wada wada so-and-so my name and i'm like what but this is not me how come i never got this card i ain't a mother <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so as you know my, my my field is law right so people were already yeah. talking about december holidays they applied for vac work and you're like what we were supposed <laughs> to do that I, I swear your behavior sounds like you're someone who's studying arts or something i mean no not at all way- I mean, you know, when I think law students, they have to be super intelligent. Um, you have to be super serious. And 
it's all work, 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 work. If it's if it's if it's play, maybe it's a lunch and drinks here and there, or she's saying I'm here and there. Without money. <laughs> for, for for so you to be out and about with someone with a partner, and I mean that yeah. was crazy. It's quite a sad thing because you get that a lot. I mean, if you chill with guys who are working that earning good salaries, they'll tell you, you know, I picked up this thing from UJ, I've got the chick here. And, and they're just talking about girls and varsity, what kind of chase their future. But then for them, it's just, nah, she's just a girl. And I can call her, I can take her out. And you guys are seeing this. They'll make you feel so important because they'll yeah, be telling you things about their lives. Meantime, moment it was just ventilating, you know, all their thoughts and the frustrations of their real life to you, so that they can go back to being a superb right father, superb partner, superb employee. You're really just a fun thing. Uh, this friend of mine went to Europe for varsity. Was saying, you know, varsity breeds a, a false narrative or false life. It gives you that. Imagine if you're from a poor background, right? Then you get to meet mm. people who are like working, making money. It automatically makes you think. Once I'm done with this, I'm in money. This is mm, like mm, this is exactly. this is how my life I want it to be. And exactly. most of these guys are able to convince girls like that, you know. And you're thinking, if I'm done with school, this guy is going to hook me up with the right people, and yeah. I get a job. I start making mm-hmm. money. I'm taking. And you forget your background. Like you forget that if I mess this up, or if let's say you know, I, I've seen people like. You know, he said people get pregnant and then their life, whole life falls apart or because something terrible is, happens. He's like, and I think it leads to, 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 the, to the next next line of topic. Um, I mean, now you're about to finish varsity. I mean, obviously, uh, you have to get a shit together. I mean, you're a lawyer after all. You have to get good grades. I mean, I've never met a lawyer like who is flunked. I, I, I've never met, I don't know. I flunked. Lawyer. Oh, I flunked. I flunked. I flagged because course started showing me flames and showing me my <laughs> behind. Oh, I flagged. I flagged in third year. I had to repeat yeah. module in my fourth year. And then I had to push my fourth year back by another year. But I had probably like three or four modules. By then I was serious. Now, then I was a, like an A student because I was like, no ways. I suddenly realized that people were getting articles in third year, second year to go to these big companies. And every time you applied, it was like, sorry, we regret to inform you. I've been getting regrets from like a young age. So that was a a terrible wake up call on its own. And the thing is with us, you have to do articles and getting good articles really does set the, the discourse of your career. Because if you go to a small law firm, getting into the C because you, you, you mm. when you get to a, a small law firm chances are you'll play very small so the pressure was on to get into a good law firm so that you can swim with the big boys you know and make that 25k salary 30k salary while still doing your articles because if you go and you do your articles at a small firm you're gonna earn like I've heard people even volunteering to do articles, which is unheard of. And the amount of work you do as a candidate attorney is just... Whew, let me get a drink. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. Like, that's why people think law, law students are, are serious. It's not so much the, the content. The content is hard, I'm not going to lie, because we have to deal with some... We have to, you know... 
understand very complicated concepts and how to think within particular frameworks. You know, like, I don't know how to explain the social contract to people nowadays, but I could explain it very well (laughs) on an academic piece of paper. But, yeah, you're sort of forced to perform well so that you can get chosen, you know, for you to be able to start a better life because it's not an easy journey getting admitted, you know. So it was very hard. It was very hard. Yo, Ikshai Kos, yo, 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 yo. (laughs) Like, it was terrible. It was terrible. But overall, I did enjoy the content of what we studied, you know, because like I said, you know, as a lawyer, you are practically a journalist on many disciplines, you know, that people land up being. Because as you know, I'm a lawyer, but I'm not in practice. I'm in corporate governance. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... it's a totally different field and it doesn't really require you to apply your mind um, as you would in, 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 in a criminal case, for example, or in a lawsuit. It's different. It's just a different animal altogether. But because you are taught to think critically in your studies, um, there's not a field, I think, that requires a, a strategic um, mindset that you wouldn't be able to, to fit, if I can put it that way. You know, you know when you say you're not a lawyer in practice, I remember like when I was still getting to know you, you know, you just bubbly. I remember the first time we video called. Can I reveal this? You can, you can, you can. <laughs> the first time you video called, you had a glass of wine and you're smoking. And you, you know I'm when someone says I'm a lawyer. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> when someone says I'm a lawyer, that's not the first image you want to see of them. And I'm thinking, is she a lawyer or oh, these fly by night lawyers? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, it was amazing because, like, it was for me, it was an amazing experience, like getting to know you because, like, you made me. I, I know, I know people are lawyers and they're always this uptight, native people. And I could never say your name. They, could... they definitely alcoholics. They just <laughs> probably don't want you to know that they are fallible like you. But... Nah, they all have their own flaws. I'm telling you. <laughs> we're people. In fact, we're the most depressed people after doctors, I think. Damn. Yeah. Ne? Hmm. Um, okay, so now what would we say like um like life lessons you picked up at varsity? Something you think, yeah, this shaped me other than academic, of course. But then you know, there's something for me, you know, being trusted with my own financial mindset. Yes. Like I have yes. how I spend my money. You know, first year, obviously, like. 10% goes to grocery, uh, 80% is groove, uh, another 10 for emergency. And then you later you realize, nah, I can't live like this. I need to take <laughs> care of myself, you know? Yeah, I think the valuable lessons I learned from university, my first real heartbreak happened in university. Oh, I know that man broke me into a thousand smithereens. You know, I know they hurt me properly properly <laughs> I had to go for therapy with the student counselor no. I bow they hurt hey, me it's Kali you, know, <laughs> you ever had someone marry someone else when you're there and yeah, it's, yeah and and so it happened, and that's part of the reason why I flunked my academics because I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't go to class. All I could do was wake up, go buy some five liters of Robertson's, 
or fourth street and back in the day like three liters was about 80 bucks so yeah. i just that's all i would do wake up and go drink a fourth street all day every day just couldn't believe that a person could be so inhumane you know so um i i think the most important lesson i learned in university was the most important person in your life is you. Definitely. You you are the person who is constantly there for yourself through the good, the bad, the normal, the... You you are all that you have in this life. So if you don't take care of yourself first and put your own interests first, you are not going to be able to be all the other things that you need to be. You know? So if I'm not making the time for me to study and better myself and understand the material that I'm being taught for me to write exams, I'm not going to be able to graduate from this degree and possibly get the job that I need to get in order for me to become the attorney that I want to be. Like, I need... I'm responsible for myself first. I think the, the, real, the real feel of responsibility... And knowing that you are the you are accountable for everything that you do for your life was what I learned out of university. And I learned that life is not fair. Or maybe it is fair because it's unfair to everyone. You could be a good person, really, to people and have the most purest intentions. But if things are going to go bad, things are going to go bad. And it sucks. It sucks. But yeah, that's why you need to put yourself true. first and take care of yourself first. So that no matter what happens, you're still able to, you know, pull through. So I think university taught me a lot of self-accountability for you to stop saying, oh, the lecturer didn't teach this. No, it's not incumbent on the lecturer to do ABC. It's up to you. It's It's your own hustle. I think responsibility. It's the one thing that I feel like I really wish everyone could have a, a chance to maybe go to university to learn. Because um, I see a lot of people who have a, vic- a victim's mentality where life is so not fair, but they don't really account for their own actions in their downfall. You know, you failed the test. Why did you fail a test? Because you didn't study. You know, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah, that's true. That's you true. Know? Somebody hurt you. They broke your heart. Why? Because you chose to ignore the red flags, you know. You, you need to become very accountable, very, very accountable. I think that's the first thing university taught me to be accountable to myself. And the second thing was to understand that life is bigger than myself. I think I will always be grateful to that experience for me because um, I got to meet people from different walks of life. Like I got to meet people from other provinces, cities, different backgrounds even other countries and you realize Wuti, just because you're here in South Africa I feel like you think you, you, you're you in the best place in the world people come from even better places you know yeah, they inspire do, do they inspire you to want to learn about their cultures you know um, they inspire you to want to see more you know more places than what you're just exposed to so those are the two things that I, I think I took mostly out of university and those are still things that are, are very important to me. Like I, I can't stand people who are xenophobic because I'm like, 
You're going to tell me that all foreign people that come to this country are bad. There are people who come from foreign countries who have way more money that you'll ever, than you'll ever know. Way more money than you'll ever know. And come from way better families. Families where their aunties are not witches. <laughs> families where <laughs> their father can easily send them 10,000. When are you only saw 10,000 when you started working? You know? Ish, and you want to tell me that bad people uh, these foreigners come here to take your jobs. They only came here because they had the choice to come here. When they're done, they're going to UK, they're going to New Zealand, they're going to Australia, they're going to America even. Hell, they might even go back to their home countries and ball out way more than you'll ever. So I think university exposed me to life. Like It exposed me to so many things that I don't think I would have been able to learn and see and experience had I stayed in my small town from where I come from and maybe not even studied at the level that I did. So I I think that was it. And I really wish it's something that people could get exposed to because I try to teach people now. I try to challenge people, you know, about their own stereotypes and their negative opinions on other people and just the ignorance that they walk around. So flagrantly you know i love challenging people to this day and i love making them really 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 think about their own things i always say to people when i was in university and i was exposed to you know all these neighboring countries and i used to think those people were trapping me in courses they were there performing well they were part of golden key association i never made it out of golden key i never made it to golden key until i graduated and those people are doing exceptionally well. You know, you know when you're talking about um, interacting with people, I remember vividly this chick, she's from South Sudan. Like, I occasionally talk to her on social media. Like, we became friends. And you know, when, when someone says I'm from South Sudan, you're thinking, ah, poverty return. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you, know? man, you think? Then, yeah. And then, um, I remember she, she, was, she told me that the, the, the embassy, they give the money for their welfare and varsity and then when she's done with the degree she's supposed to call work at un and i'm thinking damn like like that because n is like the pinnacle of you know when i work at united nations you have made the it UN is my pinnacle still even now exactly she, she, she has that link she just wants the degree and then she calls and that's when i started respecting it you know what like varsity will show you everything you need about life Exactly. How to be smart, how to, exactly. but it's more than, you know, like, it's not only about the degree. Like, it shows you so life. many things. Life, life, you know, it's the best place. Because if you want, you can mess up your own life. You have no one mm. to blame. You want to be, be the grooviest, you want to have the groove life. Varsity will offer you that in plenty. The stuff. They, they found who they are in university, you know. That's where really they shape who they want to be in life. Mm. One thing I noticed again in varsity, you know, when, when you're there, you're thinking, I make this place. But then those people, they get thousands and thousands of students every year. And when you graduate, they forget you exist. Mm. You don't make it in life, that's up to you. It's not the institution. You can't turn around and say, no, I don't lecture, I can't pay So it's, it's no one cares about that. It's just like in the workplace, you work for a big company. The moment you leave, they'll share the memories and money, then they move on. The world keeps on spinning, and that's They'll replace you. Yeah, really shaped how I thought. It taught me so many things that, to this day, when people talk to me, and I don't know, I guess 
it's not about you. One thing Vasati always told me is that it's not about you. I mean, yes, you exist in this space, but there's so much more to life than just you. So life is not just about you. You die doesn't mean the world will end. The world will continue. People have been dead. You know, (laughs) I bow, but life continues very well. And you don't take things personally because, especially when you like, for example, like you write a test and you fail it. You can't even say, no, the lecturer didn't like me. The the lecturer doesn't know you. You are a student number. And it reminds me of the time where I thought dating a lecturer will help me. It didn't. (laughs) It didn't. Hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. You dated a lecturer? I don't really know if I could call it dating a lecturer, but we did hook up a couple of times. And, uh, and the fucked up thing is, I remember this one time, I actually, I was going through so much, you know, academic stress, it was exam time. I missed his, I, I, I missed his exam. And he wasn't even in the venue. <laughs> like, so when I told him that I missed the exam, he was like, Joe, what do you want me to do? <laughs> There's nothing I can do, guys. Hey. You didn't show up. You did not show up. Like, I can't give you a mark for something that you didn't even show up for. Like, you weren't there. So, everyone, nobody tells you that. The lecturer is just there getting free bums because, I mean, who doesn't want bums? <laughs> you know? But at the Voluntarily. Day, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't translate to any success for you. You know? It's things yeah. like that. University teaches you how to take L's. You know, when you think you're being yeah. smart. It teaches you how to take L's and for you to be like, fuck up, fucked up. Let me now try and fix this. That goes back to being accountable to yourself. So I, 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 I honestly wouldn't change my university experience. I think I needed to experience everything that I experienced there. It has shaped me in so many ways. And I recommend it, man. Like I recommend it. You just need to go and be independent and be fully accountable and responsible for yourself and be exposed. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely true. Especially, you know, I always tell people, try and be away from home. Like, try, yes, the freedom... Move away from home. Yeah, the freedom will be there, like, but then it will end and you realize freedom is there, like... No, yeah, university is important, Shem. And if you don't learn from that experience, I get you are a hard-headed person. You are definitely hard-headed. Like, if you go and continue to fuck up your life, unless you are mentally and you suffer from, like, real severe mental health issues, uh -uh, you are the problem. Amen. Okay, now I have an interesting um, question I want to ask you. Like, if you were to advise the government, like, concerning university, students and university, what would you say? Which direction would you want to pull them to like maybe policy-wise, making it free, accessible to everyone. What would you say to like maybe given if you're in front of my minister? No, who played? Wait, shall man? Yeah, I'm not even up to current. Okay. I think it is Blade. I think it is Blade. Um, they need to create jobs. I don't think people like, are doing bad in university. I think if anything, this past graduation season that we've seen from April until now, people are studying like people are studying it's the mountain that they have to climb of unemployment that flows after i think from a accountability thing people may be able to understand the 
the opportunity that they had to better their lives and that's why they passed but it's the jobs that need to come afterwards and I also think that there are certain degrees that they need to do away with because I don't see what the the need for them is I'm not going to mention them by name lest I offend people but there are some degrees who like which if you hear we'll see so-and-so is studying so and so and you're like what's your plan like when you graduate from here, like what's your plan? What are you gonna oh, do? Oh yeah, 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 I think so. I think the government really also needs to, you know, trunch down on that because it's a lot of time wasted and potential wasted, um, for people. For, for really, the university, like the governments, I think should highlight and put more emphasis in skills development and 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 bringing to the fore. Um, where our shortages are as a country in the con- in the country's economy, you know, and and maybe invest in making bursaries more available for those particular kind of studies, you know. I think if they did that and phased okay. out degrees that are, because re- I don't understand why you need it. For example, I can say this, but why do you need a degree in theology? Oh yeah, now I see. I see what you mean. Are we all going to become like, pastors? Is that a critical the, skill? The afterthought of it. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you know where, where the problem is. Um, like I'll I'll give an example for about me. Né? Like after mm-hmm. high school, I had to research what I wanted to do. I had to because I remember consulted my high school teacher. Then mm-hmm. she because you know at times the head teachers know your best and then they guide you on what you could they know but you don't realize you could. Mm. Right. So now I think I'm a student. What they do, and I've seen I've seen this a lot. I remember when I was at church and I was asking these guys. Okay, like what's the plan? What do you want to study for university? What's the career opportunity for what you're studying for? Yeah, Like some people just choose so that they don't because you know it's possible after the cheek It's possible. But then when they're full that responsibility of growing up, they now want to go to varsity because they've heard varsity is fire, like grow varsity is different. Then that's what you mean after varsity. After varsity to funuenza. He bachelor's and then actually master's and then without even working. Like this other chick I had on the podcast was saying the same thing. We find people after varsity, they want to do master's. What are you mastering? Like people just don't want that hassle now. We have to think about, okay, because the ultimate goal at the end of the day, let's be honest, is about making money. I don't care what you study for. Yes, you might be a great innovator, but then it's always fun when you start making money with whatever you studied for. And people now, because channels of making money, you know, people don't want to think out of the box with their own degrees. Like what I'm saying is, you can't make this things themselves. But then, if you know what you started for, you always know the opportunities it holds. And you know, I always tell like, um, I have, I have a, a friend of mine, I say, Rebecca. Now I always tell him, bro, think outside of Africa now. If possible, exactly. like you start the world market, what does it look like? Exactly, like we in globalization now. You can look for a job anywhere in the can anywhere in the world, bro. Don't just be that guy who's at you know. I went to varsity, I flunked, I did this, I did this, I managed to pass at the end, and then you're chilling at home because now eh, you know most most graduates now are depressed because they can't find work. And exactly, it's, it's they not did so much. that are obsolete. Exactly. Yeah, and they don't even know what to do. Like they don't even know the opportunities with degrees. Just get on the net. Yeah, streaming music or my videos on YouTube. Just go to what your degree can do for you. You know, in other countries. Also, 
the government can be held accountable so much. Um, I do think that's a self-study thing, like you were saying. You need to do that on your own. There's, I'm just saying that the government needs to take a stance against degrees that they know are obsolete. You yeah, know? that's true. But they can't teach you what the global market looks like because, very importantly, highlighted, you need to know what's happening in the world around you so that you are able to participate in the world economy. You know, think of what your contribution to the market and how marketable you can be outside of just the country that you live in, you know? And I think that's something that a person needs to undertake on their own, you know? So I, I, I really think, you know, it's important for you to take that responsibility upon yourself to see, Wuti, I am existing in a space that can equip me with the foundation that I need to basically take the step the steps that I need to become the person that I need to be in the grand scheme of things. You know, it's that accountability that we were speaking of earlier, Wuti. You need to hold yourself accountable. Nobody's going to tell you what to do, when to do it. You have freedom, but you have the responsibility of making sure that you don't let it consume you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's really much true. Yeah, bro. And I mean, guys, I think another thing that I think we struggle with in university is there's no real responsibility in university, especially in your first and second year, man. Like me, my degree was four years. So the first two years, ah, I was cruising, guys. (laughs) Cruising, no responsibility at all. You are covered. You've got a bursary here. All you got to do is, you know, study. But if you don't feel like going to your 7.30 classes, nobody's going to come tell you not to go to your... I mean, it's going to tell you to get out of bed and go to class. It's that freedom. People (laughs) just need to learn how to manage it, though. But, you know, when, when you think about it, like you say, university can give you L's and you have to take them and move on. I think that freedom kind of shapes us in the future and prepares us for the future, I mean, in the sense that it right now... It definitely does. It definitely if you, does. If you, if you get an L, tomorrow you have to report to work. You can't just say, exactly. ah, guys... My um, manager I'm shouted at me yesterday. I'm mm. not I'm feeling... No, you have to. Even if you're embarrassed, no matter how much you embarrassed for something you did or someone said or you messed up big time or you fucked up anyway, you have to take the L and move. You know, you have to. You can go to Groove right now, Puzza mm. Thursday, go have the time <laughs> of your life and come back at 5 a.m. Best believe, though, you need to be sitting behind that laptop at 8. And you have to act sober. You can't rock up the, like it's your mom's company and you're all over the place. Hey, uh, Whereas in university, you're like flipping hell. No wonder why people are falling pregnant shame in university. University was no, nice. You, we, were Netflix, we were Netflix and chilling way before Netflix and chilling was a thing. You, you know when you, how you realize university is nice? Eh? Like when the semester is over, you have to go home. That one month in your energy, like... <laughs> What am I doing with these people here? Like, people are finding things day. to do on campus. Mm. People are finding things to do so that they don't <laughs> go home. You would be, you don't want to go home. University was nice. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I was one of the also used to be one of the last few people to go home because I was like, fuck, there's no Wi-Fi at home. <laughs> you know? Say it. You know those strict moms? They're working up at six for no reason at all. Like, when I wash the windows. It's like, why? Why did no, you guys wash the windows the whole time I wasn't here? 
Yo, and I know universe was too nice. And that's the sad part, though, that people get stuck in that life. You know, I yeah, know a lot do, of women fall do. victim to that. They don't fall, they don't finish their degrees because they get used to being young and hip and relevant and being wanted, you know, by all these guys that are, you know, pouncing on young girls. And real, not realizing, Wuti, you only have a limited time to make it, you know, because once you reached your time and you go home, there's a new, there's a new set that's coming in. There's new stock coming in. There's always new stuff coming in. There's this thing called yeah. old age that nobody teaches you about. No one I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for the experience. And man, I really wish people would be able to experience this, but I have maybe the wisdom that all of us have after having gone there, you know? I don't know how we can teach the youth. Is there a way to teach the youth how to, you know, enjoy it? Because really, it is a privilege. It is one of the best it's probably the best years of your life, you know, where you're an adult without really the responsibilities of paying tax. Good God, paying tax. <laughs> you know, without managers, without um, KPAs and KPRs, you know, no key performances, no, you know, you need to do this. There's, there's no pressure other than for you to do you, do you, focus on you, focus on your studies. Yeah, that's 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 definitely true, man. But it, like, I really do want young people to enjoy it. But I also just want them to know that they don't have to experience everything that they see on Instagram while they're still in university. You, you, you know, when, when you talk like that, I'm glad during my time. Yeah, Facebook was huge, but then we never did it for us. social media. Like, we no, never, never did, did it for social media. No, it was for own for own it fun. Because you were in the moment. Oh hey. <laughs> uh, man! All right, Miss Loya. I mean, this has been fun, man. This has, it been, has been so fun, man. This has been so oh, fun. To reminisce about the good old days. Yeah, you no, know? I hope so, and I hope people are able to relate, you know, and just remind themselves and congratulate themselves for the things that they overcame, overcame, and you know, it's not we don't get applauded enough for showing up, and that's why maybe people are struggling a lot with mental health and. We're dealing with a lot. Adulting is hard, you know. It's but very maybe, hard. But maybe looking back at their own experiences in university, they'll actually learn, well, you know what? You're not really a fuck up. You're here. You've been showing up until now. So kudos, man. If you survived university and all the challenges of university and really university was challenging because it was expecting you to be an adult when you were a kid. But Yo. you survived. It's it's good. It's good, man. It's good to reflect on that, and it's good to to to, to give yourself a round of applause. Yeah, it's very much. You know, all the wins you get. You know, no matter how small. Think of it as passing an assignment or managing to submit before deadline. I mean, just celebrate the small W's and keep pushing. You know, people always yeah. wait to celebrate when they're millionaires or multi-millionaires. You know, just show up, celebrate the W's, keep on pushing. Don't give up. I mean. There are few and people I've known who drop out because one day at a time. Yeah, Thank you for having me. I mean, I'm, I mean, this has been fun. I wish hey, thank you, thank you for this, man. I love you lots. Thank you for this, ne? Love you too. Bye. Okay. Bye. Cheers. Thanks. Lee. Hard.
hardcore The lives that we live, the end of high school My city bound with the pipe dream Academics with the demon, we were fighting, we were loving, we were trying Never doubted and we broke through Put your hands in the sky, we survived through the highs and lows They even cut us off, just the tongue that was different but the idea was bright The vibe connected, the mind was shut, the mind's elated The hunt was pride The hunt was pride We were screaming for one more we never strayed, pick up the rain, pop the champagne, pick up the gloves, but never end. Don't get caught up, this ain't the end, better toss a lot. Core, the love of a lift, they never thought we'd make it out, but we put up a fight. It was never easy, we were bleeding, had a pass to eat, we had to win, pay the cost, we had to figure it out. Hardcore, the love of a lift, they never thought we'd make it out, but we put up a fight. It was never easy, we were bleeding, had a pass to eat, we had to win, pay the cost, we had to figure it out. What is the matter? Oh, the best of 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 the best of